Welcome to Housing Development. I'm Jerry Howard. I'm Jim Tobin. Uh, Jerry, how you doing? Good, Jim. How's it going with you? I uh, can't complain too much. Can't complain too much. Uh, end of a busy week here in Washington, D.C. Uh, and uh, it's been, uh, been quite interesting since we last uh, did our podcast with kind of the fallout from the uh, Supreme Court leak and, uh, and, and, and kind of as Washington has collectively held its breath. Uh, it's been, uh, been an interesting time. Yes, it has. And we've had a great uh, mortgage roundtable session here with experts from the housing finance sector here in, in NAHB uh, discussing various issues the last couple of days. Um, so it has been a, a, an interesting time indeed. But perhaps what we're all going to be holding our breath for over the weekend is the uh, impending statement uh, from the White House on housing. What do you know about that? Yeah, I'm, we're. Uh, I, I am. Uh, I'm optimistic, uh, as I always am, that uh, that, that the president and, and, and particularly this White House and, and HUD will. Uh, I'm I'm uh, cautiously optimistic, uh, as I always am, that we're going to finally see this administration uh, address the the fundamental causes of how the housing inaffordability in this country, uh, and, uh, and 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 show some solutions to. Um, the issues that Jerry Conter uh, and Alicia Huey raised during a White House listening session on lumber and supply chain in March, uh, as well as uh, finally get an answer from the, uh, the letter that 10,000, over 10,500 members of NHB signed to, to the White House three weeks ago uh, with what essentially is our list of the, uh, of, of the, the, uh, the policy that needs to be addressed by this White House and Congress uh, in order to, uh, to, to solve the affordability crisis and keep this economy from plunging over the cliff uh, into a recession. Uh, so I am, I'm anxious uh, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what the president has to say and Secretary Fudge as well. Well, we'll all be waiting to hear and maybe we'll do uh, our next podcast covering uh, that event. Hey, Jim, something really important that I want to talk about just for a second. Uh, Thursday, May 19th, as I know you know, uh, is the second annual Mental Health Action Day. Uh, that's a national effort organized by MTV uh, to turn mental health awareness into action. Last year, NAHB was really proud uh, to be a sponsor in the inaugural Mental Health Action Day, and we're doing the same thing this year. I don't have to tell anybody listening how stressful the last few years have been for everybody. And we all need to make sure that we're looking after not only ourselves, but the ones we love. NHB encourages all of our members to take a free mental health screening test on May 19th to see if further action might be needed. It just takes a few minutes. You can find it and other mental health resources at nhb.org backslash mental health. Please God, it won't be necessary to do any follow-up but it's better to know the truth. So everybody take advantage of this opportunity, if you will. Well, Jim, let's bring in our guest uh, this week, a pretty interesting guy, Brent Ridley. Uh, he's a master HVAC technician, which means he's a lot smarter than you and I, because he doesn't have to call people to fix his house. He's got over 15 years of experience, and he's one of the co-hosts of Tool Pros, a podcast that highlights all things about tools and their various uses. Uh, Brent also created and runs 
a give back project, which is pretty cool, called Miracle Mechanical. That project provides major HVAC repairs at no cost for people who are elderly, veterans, disabled, or just guys that are down on their luck. Brent, welcome. Thanks, Jerry. What a what a intro that was, man. That makes me feel awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. It sounds like you're doing an awful lot to give back. Yeah, I'm not used to that. that. That just makes me feel nice and nice and warm inside. Thanks, Jerry. That's a warm. You know how to make a guy feel welcome on a podcast. I tell you. <laughs> I hope so. That's why they have you do intro and not Jim. He's a he's a crotchety old guy, so he doesn't get to do these very often. That's funny. Well, well, no, I, me, what what are consumers looking for in tools in 2022? Uh, what are consumers looking for for tools in 2022? What a great question. Um, a very first thing I can think of is. As far as like cordless tools go and stuff like that would be runtime and, uh, you know, uh, weight, things like that are really big time stuff that, that matters to consumers and everybody's going to want to, you know, as soon as a new tool comes out, first question everybody asks is, okay, how long is the battery going to last with it? You know, how long is it going to last me? How many screws can I dr drill with that drill? Or, you know, uh, you know, can, is it going to take one battery, two batteries? Is it going to work on the same battery platform that I have? Am I going to have to change or upgrade? And then, of course, uh, it, it's the age-old price point. Everybody's worried about price point, things like that. But those are things that we get mostly is, uh, you know, uh, price point. And then, of course, with the cordless is, is the, uh, you know, runtime and things like that. But also, you know, well, I guess when it comes to hand tools, quality is, is a big thing. And we get into stuff like that as far as, you know, making sure, you know, they're quality tools and they're not going to break and it's not going to be a cheap, cheap thing. And if you spend your money, it's going to be worth what you're getting. Uh, that, that, that's interesting. I, you know, I, I, I think that a lot of people don't even think about the different types of batteries that can go into the tools and the fact that if you can get it all on the same platform, it certainly is going to be a whole lot easier for you to use. Um, so that, that, that's very interesting. And, and how about the market in general? It's been hot for two years. Uh, what's your business been like? What are people looking for? Oh my gosh, it's been amazing. So, you know, the pandemic hit, so obviously people were staying at home more. So with everybody staying at home more, and that means that they're going to do more home repairs and things like that. And Lowe's came out with their state of the pro report, which was great, which gave us pros insight on how to, how to look at the, the market a little bit. And yeah, everybody's staying at home more. They're investing more into their home. They're, they're putting more, you know, money towards projects around the house. And, it has increased our business tenfold, uh, you know, not one, maybe not tenfold, but it's increased our business a lot. Let's just say that. Um, and it's, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, I say you're getting more millennials or I guess what, what the, the gen, gen Z, I guess is after millennials. I don't know the, the people after the millennials and they're, they're buying houses now and they're looking at that as more of a long-term investment and they're trying to invest in things like that. So, yeah, we're definitely seeing an uptick in that kind of thing for sure. Do you see any difference in what the younger people are looking for uh, in their homes uh, than compared to some of the older ones? Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Young young people, um, young people want it right now, and and they they want uh, you know they want you to be at the service of them uh, right now, and that that relationship means a lot too to them. It seems like with younger people. The older folks are more the people who want the the three quotes and they don't really, you know, I don't know if they value the relationship as much, but maybe they do. But it seems like the younger people, they want that guy that they can count on 
and then they want you to be available for them to call or text at any time of day. And that I think that's important, and that that really means a lot to those younger generations. Okay, let's let's follow up on that a little bit. NHB's economics department produces a survey that we call "What Home Buyers Really Want," which looks at the features that people want in a home. But some of what you're sp saying speaks to what they want in their home builder or in their remodeler or in their HVAC technician. What, what do you, how do you relate to these kids? How do you talk to them? How can builders build a better relationship with this next generation of customers? Yeah, you know, I, I think you build value in yourself, not in the product that you're doing. You know, you have to build value in yourself and, and make them confident in choosing you. I think that's a big part of it. And that's what I try to do at least is make them feel comfortable with me and let them know that, yes, we are creating a relationship here. You're not just buying the service and the product that I install or put in. You're buying into a relationship that I'm, I'm here to give you and I'm here to provide you that service. Hey, listen, I mentioned it at the beginning and it's something that I think is really neat. Tell me, tell me about your miracle mechanical project and what you've done and, and what inspired you to do this. Yeah, so I appreciate you asking about that. That's a great question. So Miracle Mechanical came about after years of, of doing the Tool Pros podcast. So we did the Tool Pros podcast, and then we have uh, our social media. Um, we're heavy into Instagram and things like that, our Tool Pro social media. And we've had fun with that. We've had fun with that for almost five years now. And after, you know, you review the 30th drill, it's like, okay, this is great, but I, I kind of want to do something else. I want to do something more. And so I decided to take these relationships that I built with these different type of companies and to expand upon that and to try to serve my community and serve people in other communities by helping them out with the Miracle Mechanical Project. And it's worked really well um, so far. You know, we've worked out, uh, you know, we've done three projects. We're working on our fourth project now, and we've been able to help some people. It's a major HVAC and plumbing and plumbing also repairs too. So um, it's been, it's been great. And I, I really, Appreciate all of our sponsors. Who Lowe's has been a, been a sponsor of that. They helped us out with one of our projects, and they really want to work with us going forward. Um, so I've been been excited for that. That's terrific. Uh, the 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 old adage uh, from him to whom much has been given, much shall be expected. It certainly seems like you are giving back a great deal to your community. What or how can our listeners uh, get in touch with you if any of them are interested in joining you in this effort or seeing if they can help you out some. Yeah, absolutely. They can find us on uh, social media, which is the best thing to do. Uh, look us up on Instagram, send us a message. Um, we're just at Tool Pros. Um, you can also, uh, you know, find us on our podcast at the Tool Pros podcast. And that's, that's probably some of the best ways. But just look us up through our Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of us. Great. I hope uh, some of our listeners out there will, will take us up on that. Well, and I know uh, one other thing that you're into, you're a very diverse guy. What you're, you're a podcaster yourself. Um, uh, what are some of the things that you've learned on that side of the microphone? And uh, how's that impact your, uh, your day job? It's been fantastic for my day job. It's, it's enlightened me a little bit. So, you know, for years, you know, I did my job and I knew my job and I didn't really understand what others did. And so by creating the podcast here, I've been able to bring on you know, I call it the tool pros and, and it's not because I'm the tool pro. It's the people that we bring on the podcast or the pros. They're guys that are pros out here using different tools and different applications. Those guys are the pros and it's, it's enlightened me to how they do their job. And it, and it makes me, um, 
guess empathetic is not the right word, but just kind of understanding their, their job and their side of things. And to understand whenever you work in a trade, you need to respect the other tradesmen on the job site and respect what they do because they're trying to do the same thing too. It's, it's been great. And, you know, we've had lots of conversations with carpenters, you know, plumbers, HVAC guys, we've done roofers, we've done pool guys. We've had, um, you know, commercial kitchen repair guys. We've had framers, um, we've had concrete guys. We've had the whole gamut of blue collar tradesmen on our podcast over the years, and it's been fantastic. And and it's really let me uh, led me down that that path to understand what they do and kind of like I say, understand more and be empathetic of what they get what they're into. You know that that's really neat, and it's really really important that we get that message out that these people that do these jobs are uh, are great fine people, uh, and that. Uh, not only should we hire them whenever we need them and whenever we can, but we need to get more young people into the fields and into the trades. Uh, NAHB is working really hard to do that. Um, is that something that you've considered uh, adding to your portfolio, trying to recruit young people into the construction trades? Absolutely. I'd love to. And that's, that's definitely something that we're trying to do. Um, we are, always looking at that and i've had some gentlemen's gentlemen reach out to me um about helping with miracle mechanical project and they think that would be a good way to help introduce young kids to the trade but also help them give back so they only they get to get out there and work with their hands a little bit and, and learn a little bit about what we do but then also you know have that feel good feeling so um yeah we're going to try to incorporate some of that into the miracle mechanical hopefully coming soon um we'll see how that goes um but yeah you know the trade is lacking in young people tremendously. And I, I find that a struggle every day as I try to hire people and find people to do the job, but we're going to continue to keep putting it out there. Um, I got another project in the works, um, another podcast coming out called plumbing school. So we're going to, we're going to be uh, educational only 100% educational for plumbing. And so we're going to try to put that out there and we're going to try to educate everybody. And I feel like podcasts are a good way to meet and, and, and reach some younger generations of folks. That sounds great. You know, NHB is uh, involved now with Boys and Girls Clubs of America uh, to try and have some of those young people um, before they become at-risk youth, before they uh, possibly go down the wrong path, make sure that some of these kids who are in these Boys and Girls Clubs uh, have opportunities. It sounds like something we might be able to work on together, and I'd really look forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely see what we can do. That'd be great. And, and, and you and, uh, and NHB have something else in common, and that is our uh, ongoing partnership with Lowe's. Uh, NHB is very grateful for everything that Lowe's brings to the table for us, and I know they help you out quite a bit too. Oh, yeah, Lowe's has been a great partner for us, and I can't thank them enough. Um, like I say, not, not only with our social media, they've helped me out with my company with the State of the Pro Report, like I talked about a little bit earlier. I think and I've talked about, I've mentioned it a few times. I think you can go find it at lowes.com slash state of the pro and pull it up and, and read it for yourself. And if you're a tradesman or you or a business owner out there, it's, it's some really good information. It really helps you kind of, uh, you know, grasp that, that homeowner mentality and, and, and feel what they're thinking. But yeah, Lowe's has helped me with that. And, you know, in social media and Lowe's has been a, a fantastic partner and I can't, I can't thank them enough for what they've helped us do. And, I hope they continue to be a partner and we can go forward further with them. We feel the same way. Brent, thanks very much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. No, thank you, Jerry. I appreciate the conversation, man. It's been fantastic. 
All right, take care. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Jerry, uh, that, was a, that was a great interview, and, and I want to thank Brett for joining us today to, to, to talk about uh, what Lowe's is doing for, uh, for, for our members, and, uh, and it was a great interview. So uh, happy to have him on board and uh, look forward to more successful partnerships with our friends at Lowe's. I couldn't agree with you more, Jim. It was uh, really interesting to hear what Brett had to say, and uh, once again, you're exactly right. Uh, people like him and companies like Lowe's are always looking out for the best interests of uh, the American builder and the American consumer. So uh, a thank you again to them. And Jim, uh, this has been uh, another one of our uh, very interesting, very uh, uh, thought-provoking broadcasts. So thanks for participating with me uh, for now. Uh, this is Jerry Howard. And I'm Jim Tobin. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>